Här är Entech Tuesdays. Mitt namn är Eva Hotmacher. I avsnittet den här veckan har vi fått en stund med Enrico Polly, director på Sanicelli Venture, en early stage edtech fond i Italien. Enrico är en edtech expert och mentor som är engagerad i det internationella ekosystemet för lärande och teknologier. Vi pratar om drömbolag och investeringsstrategier och vad som gör investerare nyfikna på att investera i early stage-bolag. Vi reflekterar över vad som hindrar vissa bolag i Norden att skala sin verksamhet och vad de kan förbättra. Enricos passion är att investera med ett evigt perspektiv i tidiga och vågade idéer med potential. Han älskar att lära av saker som utmanar honom. Dela och berätta gärna om Edtech Tuesdays för andra om du gillar våra avsnitt. Det skulle hjälpa mig mycket. Nu är det dags för Enrico Polly. Välkommen till Edtech Tuesdays. En intervjupodd om innovation, lärandekultur och teknologier för lärande. Vi samtalar med svenska och internationella innovatörer, investerare, thinkers och doers som utmanar status quo. Podden produceras av Snabbfoting, en ledare inom kontinuerligt lärande och digitala plattformar. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And a wonderful background, that's lovely. <laughs> And I have a, my library behind me. <laughs> It's beautiful. I mean, libraries are always beautiful and also the pictures are really Yeah. No, I don't think I have a picture from Italy on the on the wall, but uh, it's a uh, lot from uh, Switzerland and uh, Australia. Uh, but uh, I I like to travel and I have been to Italy several times. It's lovely to to have you here today, Enrico. Because uh, I'm so curious to to hear more about you. I have a background from the financial industry, and uh, I like to investigate companies and see which ones uh, is uh, interesting to invest in. So, can you tell more about your background and uh, what why you do what you do today? Of course, and and first of all, of course, my pleasure to be here, and mm-hmm. thank you for having me. And uh, about my background, uh, I think that may, like like many people in the VC world, I I have I I, I had a strange you know pathway uh, mm-hmm. to the place that I that I find myself uh, now. Uh, I started I I studied uh, humanities in high school. Uh, then I decided that I needed to understand better, you know, the technological underlying that makes the the, the, the current world, you know, move ahead and, and, and the sort of pulls of the modern world. So I decided to move from humanities to engineering, and I studied computer engineering at, at university. Uh, but in the end, I, I I got bored of it too. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, after 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 university I went studying science communication that was a bit of a mix about my humanities education and my engineering education and my idea was yeah I want to be able to tell stories about science and and technology 
while I was doing that, I started working for a children book publisher, uh, publishing science book for children, and and then to my current employee, uh, which is a textbook publisher. So it mm-hmm. felt, and I wanted to be an editor, and I started, you know, working on science books and editing science books. Uh, but by then it was 2010, and in Italy uh, there were a, a big. Uh, reform was happening in schools and there was a lot of pressure from the government to digitize the schools uh, and um, my, my current employee Zani Kelly the publisher is, an, is the second largest publishing house educational publishing house in Italy uh, mm-hmm. they, they, they already did some experiment in digital education but by 2010 because of the pressure, there was really the need, you know, to 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 do something to do something more, mm-hmm. and they they found they they found out uh, my background in computer engineering, and so yep, yeah, uh, my my dream of being an editor was was interrupted, and I had to to start again um, yeah. dealing with with uh, developments and with managing teams of developers. <laughs> Uh, I started building uh, the digital department inside the publishing house, and for a few years, I I was basically leading uh, a team of forty people developing uh, digital educational products for Italian secondary school. Everything from ebooks reader to assessment platforms to augmented reality, you know, smartphone based application, yeah. a lot of stuff. Yeah. And and it's it's from this background. It's basically a background that is about product product management, and of course uh, education. Uh, so mm-hmm. science of learning. It's yeah. from this background that I then uh, moved to be a, an, an investor in the tech space. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is the next part of the story. But basically, it's about uh, the publishing house. Uh, it's it's a family owned publishing house. So the mm-hmm. family. Yeah. owning the publishing house, deciding that they wanted to do an experiment, do an attempt, you know, attempt to 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 invest mm-hmm. in early stage startup. Uh, yeah. And and that that's the next part of the story. So maybe mm-hmm. I, I, I will pause here and <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, now I'm curious. <laughs> Tell me more about uh, these uh, edtech uh, investments and that uh, experience you have from Sunny Shell Venture. Yeah, you know that the, the idea initially uh, it all happened because it started it started when um, because I was some sort of chief digital officer in the publishing house. Uh, I had the opportunity to travel to the United States uh, with the senior management once a year. Uh, in 2018, they asked me, "Is there again? Is there anything? You know, any event we can we can attend while we are in the United States or something interesting?" And I was reading about this big tech event uh, that is held annually in San mm-hmm. Diego, uh, it, it, the name is A- ASUGSV, so um, Arizona State University Global Silicon Valley Summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's all about tech companies uh, pitching and you know investors, tech investors looking for opportunities. Mm-hmm. We went there, uh, it was super, li- uh, super lively. There was a lot of excitement, a lot of deals. And as soon as we were back in Bologna in 2018, 
uh, that the senior management in the publishing house, you know, asked me if I wanted to change my role and and and, and again set up set up mm-hmm. a, a separate. We we decided it, it could be interesting discussing, you know, how if you are if you are a company. Uh, if you are a company and 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 you like and you would like to to start investing in startup, how do you design uh, your your VC? Uh, mm-hmm. So that that could be an interesting topic, I guess. And uh, there are a lot of choices, of course, that you mm-hmm. need to make. Uh, it's it's different from from a traditional VC. Uh, uh, of course, the first thing that 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 you have to decide is. Uh, which money is uh, the, the fund going to invest? Mm. Is it going to invest just the money from the parent company or is it also going to invest money from different people, different mm. investors, different, you know, yeah. hedge fund, pension fund, whatever. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, at least as a start, uh, the, a corporate fund, uh, a fund that is tied to a company, will invest the company's money. Mm. And then you have to decide, are we going to invest off the, off the balance sheet, as they say? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's basically about, we're not going to create a separate legal entity. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fund will be a department from the company. Mm-hmm. And if they need to make an investment, uh, it will be on the balance sheet of, yeah. of the parent company. Mm-hmm. Or are you going to create a separate legal entity, uh, give the new entity some asset mm-hmm. so that the entity I mean, it's 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 uh, it has its own balance sheet, uh, its own responsibility, and I think this is the best way most of the time. And we decided to create a separate legal entities with mm-hmm. some asset, just yeah. for attack, investing in startups. Yeah. Uh, so that, that this is a first, I think, wise design design choice we made. Uh, and then you, of course, you need to think about. Uh, is it going to be mostly strategic or mm. is it going to be financial? Mm. Uh, so are you going to look for, um, you know, some strategical synergies with the parent yeah. company as the main goal of the fund? Yeah. Or is it about, you know, cash, real cash return on investment? Mm-hmm. Oh, Yeah. Do, uh, do you work together with the company and set like a set set a strategy so so you know the horizon from the beginning that this is like a 10 year or five year investment or, or how does it work uh, can you tell more this is interesting is it's th- thank you thank you for the question i think it's a great question because it's another difference that it, that you all um, often find it's a different uh, it's a difference between uh, you know regular institutional VCs and corporate VCs. Mm-hmm. Uh, institutional VCs usually need to have a sort of deadline, yeah. uh, so they will invest, f- for example, for five years, mm-hmm. and then uh, they they will try they will stop investing. They will usually open a new fund, uh, and they will wait maybe 10, 12 years. Uh, and then they they will need to uh, force even sometimes force the companies to 
to exit in some way and mm-hmm. and, and and give back the money to the to their investors to yeah. so called limited limited partners in the case of a corporate uh, a corporate venture capital fund uh, you don't have any particular reason to set a deadline uh, so mm-hmm. if you often say that the, it's it's more patient capital uh, i don't think we are ever going to to force a company to accelerate its 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 pathway to mm-hmm. to an exit, uh, we have a long, you know, alright time horizon. Mm-hmm. Um, the company is, is family owned, so uh, in some case, if the company is is a is a, is, a, is is professionally managed by by you know by by professional managers, mm-hmm. uh, you may have the the, the concern. Mm. That the the CEO will change, and the new CEO won't be as passionate as uh, on with with a corporate fund as uh, you know the previous CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, in our case, we know that uh, there is that the, the, the CEO is part of the family owning the company. Uh, she will be there for the long time ta- for, for for you know for a long time, and so yeah. we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. about yeah. It's 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 going. It's sometimes they they call it an evergreen fund. Mm. So it's a fund without a deadline. Mm-hmm. If we have some some profits, we will invest them back back in the fund. And yeah, so th- this is something that sometimes is attractive for mm. for startups. Uh, is it some uh, special uh, opportunities that you are scouting? Uh, how how does the cre- um, dream companies look like? Well, uh, you know, uh, there are different parts, I guess, to the answer to the question. Mm. Uh, surely, uh, I would say that the, the, the dream opportunity. Uh, one 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 part of the answer is that. Uh, because we uh, and, and 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 most of all, I don't have a specific background uh, in 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 finance and in mm. investing. Mm. It's been a learning journey for me. Yeah, that's so I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love great. to learn, and it's also um, learning. It gives me insight about about my very job. So because I'm a learner myself. Uh, I keep uh, I keep having insight about the best way to learn and uh, so so what are what are the interesting investment and the interesting opportunities that works you know in empowering people to be better learners. Mm. Uh, but still, uh, the other way that we learn is to uh, invest uh, alongside. Mm. Uh, uh, fund and people that we admire. So we try to invest, uh, to co-invest with funds and people that we admire. Mm. Uh, so of course, one part of the answer is uh, one. What it's it's important for us. So a, a dream investment for us. Uh, it, it's also about being able to invest with um, funds and investors that we think are we can learn from mm-hmm. uh, the other part is you know we invest early stage yeah uh, so uh, 
when you invest early stage, um, it's about, I think it's about, you, you need to believe. You need to believe in, 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 in the idea, in the vision mm. of, of, the, of the founders. Yeah. There are no numbers. Uh, often there are no revenues. Uh, looking at the financial statement is useless most of the time. Uh, you look at them because you want to understand if uh, you don't care about the numbers. You want to understand if the founders are thinking about the relationship between the, the revenue and the cost in a way that makes sense. You want yeah. to have a feeling if they are financially literate. Let's mm. so sorry. Yeah. It's about yeah. you know, but you don't really look at the numbers. The numbers are are not really relevant. The forecast are. Mm guesses that are mm. most mostly yeah. wrong of course um, so in in the early stages it's about and it's it's trite everybody says that but it's about the team mm. uh, so you need to feel that um, the team and the founders are at the same time passionate about what they are doing not so passionate that I, they are that they are you know sort of like blinded uh, by by their passion and unable to change the course if they yeah. need to uh, they need to again they need to know how to sell mm. uh, their vision but at the same time they they need not to be just salesmen so mm. so yeah they not uh, at, at the end of the day uh uh, pitching to an investor is not a sale. It's not like doing another an advertisement. You need you need to be you need to have a, a level of openness, transparency, mm. and you need to be sincere. You know, to, you, you need to be to, to you, you can't uh, take shortcuts or, mm. or you know try to uh, polish uh, yeah. your your yeah. your your numbers. You need to be very open so you don't have. The, the usual tweaks that you can do in advertisement, but at the yeah. same time you have to you have to uh, be able to show that you're also charismatic and mm -hmm. that you know how to how to sell your vision. So yeah. it's it's a it's a complex uh, mix of mm. attitudes of character char yeah. character traits mm -hmm. uh, that you need to find, and in the end you have you have to believe in what you're doing because you will spend a lot of time you know shoulder to shoulder with the founders mm. trying uh, and uh, there would be troubles that would be difficult times that, that would be you know the sea won't be always you know flat uh, and, mm. and it, it, it would be a rough travel uh, and, and you'll be there with the founders and uh, if you don't like what they are doing it would be painful and in effect ineffective in the end yeah and uh, if you feel okay uh, now the founder changed the team the team have uh, yeah they change strategy uh, can it end uh, you you decide to leave that uh, company earlier than you have expected i think an early stage investment is 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 almost forever so when you're in you're in uh, of course, if the company is successful, it's possible that as they start, you know, to do much larger rounds, mm. 
CSB, CSC, uh, early stage investors may decide that they're not able to contribute uh, mm-hmm. in, in the same way as, as before. They don't have the money to invest. They don't have maybe also the experience in, in scaling at that point, the company it's very big, different problems. Uh, um, and and, and the, the early stage investor might, might not have the skills to to, mm. to still be you know helpful and relevant for them. And so they may decide at that point to to sell to sell the shares as secondaries. But mm. it's usually something that if if it happens, it happens you know yeah. six, yeah. seven, eight years in mm. in 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 the in the in the journey in the adventure in the journey. Yep. Mm. Uh, most of the time, uh, an early stage investment is again forever until an acquisition, until you know uh, listing in some public market, or mm. until with the, uh, the founder and the investor decide together that it's not working. And most of the time, it doesn't work. Of course, mm. <laughs> building a company is one of the most difficult things that you can yeah. decide to do. So it's true that most of the time. Uh, it doesn't work. And I think mm. if it doesn't work, I mean, you, you, you need to be able to, to be, again, to be very open about it. Uh, it doesn't work to waste your time as a founder trying to, you know, uh, make a dead horse, you mm. know, <laughs> try mm. to work. Yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> and so uh, I think that the best investors are also able to advise when you know you need to recognize you need mm. to, to 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 be able to say okay this is not working let's let's close it down uh let's think about something else let's move yes. to the next step of yes. our lives and it's, mm. it's fine and you can learn something from it <laughs> you usually do you learn a yeah. lot <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, do you seek opportunities from uh, from globally, from all over the world, or is it uh, specific areas, specific markets? We we try to uh, expose ourselves to as many ideas as possible. We are mm-hmm. a very small team. Again, we are a small we are a small fund. It's two people. It's, it's me and my colleagues, mm. and uh, Alessandro, and then we have. Uh, Luigi was doing interviews, and by the way, uh, it's it worth mentioning that uh, we do have uh, um, a medium publication called Size on EdTech, where mm-hmm. we do feature interviews with founders. So maybe your listener uh, may be interested also in checking that out. Yeah. Uh, and so we are a small team, so we we try to expose ourselves as much as we can to all the ideas in in mm-hmm. edtech. At the same time, we are aware um, that we just can't be as confident in our knowledge of every market, you know, in mm, the world. Yeah. Uh, so we know, we know, we know that we understand the the European market. We know that we understand the North American market, mm-hmm. and we understand a bit Israel. And so those are the main region that we look at. Mm. Europe, North America, and and Israel, uh, we are open to you know assess and evaluate opportunities from you know other places, mm-hmm. but it probably um, we would need uh, to have a trusted 
co-investor mm -hmm. that really knows that region to feel confident enough um, to make an investment there. And this, for example, happened at once with, with uh, one of our last investment, a new campus from, from Singapore. Mm -hmm. uh, we, we wouldn't usually invest in Singapore, but in, in that case, there was a, the lead investor was from the United States. Yeah. Um, the, the round was, was, uh, was led by, by Maya Sharpley that was then working for Juvo and I had great trust mm -hmm. in Maya yeah. and their, you know, her skills and co her competence. Mm. And so this is the reason that we decided to, to move ahead. And it's, it's been a good decision. Uh, the team is great. I'm really enjoying being a part of new campus journey. Exciting. Have you have you um, found something in the Nordics? I met you a, a few years ago at EdTech Sweden, and uh, it was uh, the the market here. It's not like the Europe and US. Uh, our exhibitions are much smaller. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, have have you seen anything you like in the Nordics? My very first investment <clears throat> is is a Finnish company, mm -hmm. uh, and the name is Kiddy Science. Uh, they are very, of course, Finland is super active in education. Uh, it's one of their, I guess, probably the second export uh, for them. So it's 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 an important part of of their economic, uh, you know, uh, yeah. force. Mm -hmm. um, and I I often visit the Nordics. Uh, I mostly you know the, i mostly go to to, to slash uh the, the the event in the, in finland in Helsinki. uh a lot of tech companies there every every year uh, so i really enjoy it uh i i think you know i i think it's 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 a general problem with with european startup so so the, the whole market most of the time is 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 tiny and is not really supportive of mm -hmm. the kind of global scale that you need to at least be able to, uh, uh, you know, create a picture in 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 the future uh, mm -hmm. to to get the interest of of VC yeah. investor. Uh, but what I'm seeing more and more that uh, in Europe, companies are able to tell a story that uh, it's that the story starts with the success in the home market, mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's then, you know, just the first step mm -hmm. uh, to, to a longer and, and more ambitious and bigger stories where, and, and which is about uh, thinking internationally from, from the start, which mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you need to be international from the start, uh, you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. uh, when you are an early stage startup, you don't have probably the means and the, and, the, and the financial means and the resource and the knowledge to start uh, international right away. Mm. But you should think internationally. So you should start creating good foundation in your home market, yeah. but with your mind already, you know, uh, paying attention to the international, uh, the international part of your market, competitors, mm. what's happening abroad. Uh, I see this happening. Mm -hmm. uh, I would, again, I would uh, advise all the European startup to, even if when they are very young, I would advise them to have at least 
a version of their website in English. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I still see, you know, companies from the Nordics uh, having the site, the website only in, you know, uh, uh, Danish, Swedish, and it's it's of course it's 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 a good way to uh, send a message to mm. possibly interested investor that at this point you don't really care about mm -hmm. uh, customers but also investors that are outside uh, your your home market mm. and I I think it's I mean it's so easy to to translate just a website in English that is. You, you should just do it. Mm. Uh, you send out a, a clear message that you, again, that, that you're, you want to win your home market, mm. but that you're already thinking also about, about expanding abroad as soon as possible. Mm. And nowadays, I think it's so many people and stakeholders that speak English and uh, sometimes they not are uh, in, in the current uh, country like Sweden or the Nordic country. So, yeah, it is uh, easier to, as you say, it's so easy to have a homepage in other languages. And you can get leads. You need, you don't need to search for leads outside at the beginning, outside mm. your home market. Mm. But if you have an English language homepage, you can get some leads, you can get, you know, some people calling and saying, hey, I think your product could work great mm. uh, in uh, some, some other markets. And it's, you know, intelligence that you get for free, uh, not, mm. not really for free, but for the small, you know, cost of translating your website. So, Can you see other barriers uh, that uh, stop, uh, stop the uh, companies here in the Nordics from you to invest in? Oh, I, I... <sighs> Is I it some know. warning signals mm -hmm. that uh, make you go and scout for other opportunities? Possibly, possibly I think, uh, for example, something that you see, um, that you see, yeah, we, especially with, with K-12 startup, so startup uh, looking at um primary and secondary schools mm. is that um you know Nord the nordic system uh, they are very one of a kind in the way uh the, the the government the state support the school in the way the school are digitized uh i mean it's 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 a look it's a lucky situation you know it's a mm. lucky situation where the school system most of the time works very well. It's well financed. Uh, teachers are respected uh, and and well regarded in the general population. So mm. it's 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 a different market uh, than from 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 the rest of Europe and also you know the United States. So it there is the risk uh, that if the startup is uh, designed to serve that market, mm. um, they will find it difficult to uh, move abroad with an ident the same value proposition. Uh, mm. yeah. Just because, this, for example, the, the school system uh, mm. is so different outside of the Nordics. 
So mm-hmm. we, we are getting back to uh, find a way, find the best way to serve your home market. But you know, we are getting back there. Yeah, make sure that you have some knowledge about what's happening outside, mm. because of course, no, the rest of the world is not as lucky as you know the Nordics uh, with with their the, the, this you know welfare state and and you know the, the public servant that are very you know serious and and, and mm. interested in the the the, the wellness of, of the population yeah. and so yeah during the pandemic a lot uh, happened uh, globally and here in the nordics with the digitalizations uh, digitalization what trends can you see uh, from your perspective in the tech market yeah, I think there are two sides uh, uh, about about the changes that we we seen during the pandemic. Uh, it's it's surely true that something has changed. Um, it's true, for example, that uh, uh, in in most in most of the world, teachers, for better or for worse, they had to uh, get more confident and mm. learn to use digital tools better. Yeah. Um, and it's true that, again, uh, in, at least in many countries, uh, the, um, there's been a, a, a better, uh, a better I mean, digital, digital tools, digital devices have been entering uh, the schools, but also, also, of course, the universities, the workplace. Uh, so it, it 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 has created uh, the, the last the last couple of years uh, during the pandemic. We've seen um, uh, the the general environment becoming more receptive to a tech solution. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, uh, I think we've been possibly. Uh, overly optimistic about uh, um, the consequences. Um, I mean, um, when the pandemic started, uh, we sort of thought that that would mean uh, we would have a real opportunity to make a major change uh, in in educational institution all mm. the way from mm. you know preschool and kindergarten, K-12 schools, university and corporate learning. Um, The reality is that uh, I think we are uh, facing um, what what, what, uh, um, a researcher uh, calling, uh, the name is Justin Justin Rich, uh, uh, wrote about in his book, failure to disrupt and mm-hmm. uh, uh, the concept is uh, the curse of the familiar mm-hmm. so even as there is a there is a um, environment that is more receptive to a tech product mm-hmm. at the same time uh, teachers coaches you know instructor educators mm-hmm. still have a tendency to adopt tools that are similar to what they were used to use in their teaching uh, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, and also the students, um, yeah. 
uh, um, learning is already, you know, a demanding activity. Yeah. Uh, so the students are not too uh, enthusiastic mm -hmm. to uh, have to learn new tools or ways of learning that are unfamiliar. Yeah. So what we see is that uh, probably the tech market, uh, we have some data and, and, and in the past two years, the tech market actually expanded more than was previously forecasted. Mm -hmm. So it's clear yeah. that institutions are buying a lot of ad tech. Yeah. But most of the time, it's, it's, it's ad tech that is supporting the, the, the current system. Uh, mm. So, for example, uh, it's about university creating and, and, and buying system to mm. broadcast their yeah. lecture online. Yeah. But the idea of the lecture, you know, of a, a teacher standing on a desk and just, you know, talking one way only to, uh, <laughs> to their students, yeah. it's not yeah. really changing. Uh, so no. that EdTech is supporting uh, what, what, what we've been doing for, for the past several hundreds here. Uh, I, I'm still optimist. So I mm. think it's, it's, you know, educational system are very, uh, are very hard to change for a good mm. reason. Yeah. Uh, it's a critical function. It's, mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's you, you, don't, you don't want to just disrupt it into, in, in a couple of years. It's, we need to make sure about, about the change that we are, we are trying to foster. Mm. But at the same time, of course, I mean, there is an initial adoption of, the, of technology mostly to do the same thing that we already been doing in a slightly different way. Mm. Uh, but I think this is also creating, a, you know, a sort of foundation where we yeah. will be able to build uh, more uh, impactful mm. changes in, the, in time. And it's always difficult to change and transform. Um, I agree with you when I listen to you, Enrico. Um, can you see some ways we can, um, uh, con we from the EdTech sector can contribute to the, to the schools, to the corporates, uh, to make this journey a bit uh, quicker? Is it some pieces that can, can help? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I always say um, there is a lot of talk. There is a, a lot of rhetorics about startups or founders changing the world. I, I think we need to be careful with that. Uh, mm. I, I don't think it's a founder's job I don't think it's a startup job or a VC job to change the world. I think what, what, what we can do uh, to, to help is to uh, be very, uh, to, 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 to be very, to take a lot of care, a lot of attention mm. on the emerging needs of people on the ground. So what we should do is to go inside of the companies, inside of the schools, inside of the universities and higher education institution and try to be the first to, to acknowledge, mm -hmm. to, to, um, to see uh, emerging 
problems that the current solutions are not solving well enough. Mm. Uh, so we are not the one changing the world, but we are the one that we are the first um, that uh, became aware that a, that a change is already happening and mm -hmm. is slowed down by the current tools. And then we offer some new tools that solve the new problems that we mm. became aware of and we accelerate the change. Yeah. So uh, yeah, what, what, what we, we can do is not, you know, get, get uh, being love with random new technologies like VR, Web3, crypto, but be in love with, the cust with our customers, <laughs> not with the yeah. technology, <laughs> and try to find yeah. ways, you know, to, to, again, become aware of, of new emerging problems. And then maybe crypto is the solution, maybe VR is the solution, but that comes next. Mm. And I think this is the only way, having good insight about your market is the only way in which you can really have an impact as, as, as a founder or, and, and as a VC, uh, of course, my way to make impact is to try to fund founders who uh, are able to do this, mm. you know, difficult yeah. job and and came and came to come to me with 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 unique insight about mm. emerging problems and and opportunities in their markets. And as you say, yeah putting people first uh people and technology we need to to help and make it goes hand in hand uh but if the people if we can feel um, help them to feel safe and understand their uh, situation needs and problems uh, then it's always easier to to match up with the with the right technology because it is a large uh, universe with the technology out there globally and in the Nordics. Would you like to mention some sort of promising investment you, you made so far? Can you give some examples or maybe it's uh, uh, confidential? It's not really confidential, but it's a difficult question because, you know, I, I don't want to single out any specific investment, uh, you no. know, it's like it's like you ask to a parent what is your favorite, uh, you know, kid. Uh, <laughs> I I I absolutely yeah. passionate about every single of my portfolio company mm. and and their funders. So I I I, I love them all. Um, I I think what I can say is that probably if one looks at my portfolio. Uh, one can see two uh, two big uh, you know sort of sectors that mm. I, we are interested in. Uh, the first one is about uh, how 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 can I say is is it's um, uh, my 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 impression is that um, the digital medium has amazing potential in creating a new kind of educational content. Mm. And we are not really using uh, that potential yet no. uh, because, because it's difficult. We don't have the tools. Uh, they need to be confident about tools. But as, as I was saying before, we don't really yet even have the tools. So, so it's, it's, it's happening. We are mm. seeing you know, some, some amazing people starting to 
code their own tools to create the content that, 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 that they are imagining. Mm-hmm. Um, there is this, this great company, I can mention this because I, I'm, not, I'm not one of the investors. Unfortunately, no. I, I would have loved to be one of the investors, but I, <laughs> I wasn't able to. But it's, it's called Matigon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's um, David, uh, Philippe, who's the founder, uh, was a math teacher. It was an engineer at Google. It's, uh, it's a great, it's, it's, um, it's a mathematician. So it's, it's also studied uh, mathematics mm-hmm. as, as the, as, at the university. And so it's a sort of, you know, of mix of, of a very rare mix of, of skills and, comp- or, and diverse competencies. Mm-hmm. And he's creating a sort of textbook of the future. Uh, at, at, and it's, 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 he, he's, the company recently has been bought by, uh, by a, a very big uh, digital publisher in the United States called Amplify. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we are an investor in Amplify. So yeah. in a way or another, uh, I've, been able to, yeah. <laughs> I've been able to, Wonderful. to support, to support my figure in the, in the end. Um, <laughs> and I, I believe that, that, that it shows about how difficult it is to find people creating really uh, different kind of, of, of content uh, that is interactive, that uh, leverage uh, the, power, the power of digital media in a new way. Yeah. Uh, so, this is something that we we like to invest in, but it's very difficult to find a uh, convincing idea in the space. Mm. Yeah, wow. wonderful. <laughs> uh, Enrico, how do you how do you learn best? Uh, we speak about investments and learning here, but how do you learn best? I, I, I guess that I'm I am what I am because uh, school and and also and also university. Uh, mm. I mean, I, I was, it, it wasn't good for me. Uh, I, it was a bit of a pain going to school and university. So <laughs> I just love some recognition. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I do want to see a change. Uh, I, yeah. I, I, I think that, uh, you know, the current system is, is failing a lot of um, boys and girls. And so we need a change. Uh, I, I learned to learn uh, when I was already an adult. Mm. And, uh, and and of course, there is a lot of learning science. So, mm. so we, know, we know a lot, a lot of things about how uh, you learn effectively. Uh, and it's mostly about it's, it, learning, learning effectively. It, it takes a bit of pain. Uh, mm. So I think one, so, oh, one, the first thing that, that, that we need, that we need to, to acknowledge is that there is not entirely painless learning. This is something a dream that some tech companies like to sell. I, I don't believe in it. It's like exercising. Yeah, mm. You need to put some effort in. Uh, it's not all fun. Of, of course, it's about motivation. And it's about the pleasure to feel that you can master uh, uh, your body in, in the case of, your, of, mm. of exercising or, yeah. or a new topic in the case yeah. of learning. Yeah. And, and what you need to do, I think, you, theory is important. So you need, to, you need to, 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 to read the books, to watch the videos and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh, you need to become fluent. Uh, it's, uh, this, is, this is important even if you, know, you have Google 
because have you found you need... it somewhere <laughs> for yourself <laughs> when you learn have, have you seen within a solution this is really i mean there are solutions that are happening that are starting to um that, that are starting to that, that are attempting to create better ways to yeah. uh let you focus and and do the mm. work yeah uh but yeah, knowledge is not everything. So you need no. to, to know the facts. You need to be fluent in whatever you want, in the mathematics of what you're learning in whatever. Uh, but then you, you need to take the challenge and do it and, you know, and, and, and apply what you learn. So I, I think you need to move away from the book mm. and try to code a real application, uh, mm. try to solve a mathematics problem, uh, try to build something with your hands. So I, I, I think um, that the, 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 I, I learn when, when I accept the challenge to apply what I, what I studied in the, in the real life. Mm -hmm. And then what I've learned, it, 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 it sticks, you know. Yeah. It, <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, soon it's time to to round up. But uh, can you tell me how how can we connect with you? And again, always looking, you know, to 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 learn about new ideas, or, mm -hmm. or, or also just you know, exchange and brainstorm about uh, the challenges and the opportunities in the education space. So if people want to connect with me, uh, feel free to look me up on LinkedIn, Enrico Poli, so you will find hopefully my profile and don't hesitate to connect. You can also just write to me. Uh, the email is enrico at zalikeliventure.it. And again, happy, happy to chat with whoever is interest, has interesting idea or just want to uh, yeah, discuss. Uh, what we are both passionate about. Lovely. What an interesting discussion today and listen to you. I'm so happy and uh, it's a pleasure to have you here today, Enrico. I'm looking forward to, to meet you again somewhere in Europe or in another episode of Antech Tuesdays. Thank you very much to have you here today. Thanks a lot for having me, Eva. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Du har lyssnat på EdTech Tuesdays, en intervjupodd producerad av Snabbfoting. Vi är ledare inom kontinuerligt lärande och digitala plattformar. Besök oss på snabbfoting.se för att läsa mer om framtidens lärande.